Hey there, and welcome to another episode of Empowering Entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Emily Parker, owner of Double E Strategies. Are you a business owner? If so, let's face it, we need all the encouragement we can get on this journey. Whether you're a seasoned professional or just starting out, let's get started with today's topic. Good morning and welcome back. I'm so excited because today we have a special guest, Alexan W. He has owned several different ventures over the last few years, and I've had the pleasure of working with him in a variety of ways. So we've had many conversations that he's just sparked so many thoughtful insights, and this conversation was no different. So I'm excited to share it with you. Today, he and I dive into creating space for self-expression. No matter what industry you're in, it's so important to clear out that mental clutter just so that you have room for more thoughtful ideas and decisions, right? I mean, as entrepreneurs, we always have about 500 projects in the air at any given time. So I'm excited for you guys to listen into this message. I know it was something I needed to hear, but yeah, let's get started. Welcome, buddy. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me here today. Yeah, of course. I'm so happy that you're willing to join us for a little bit. So tell us a little bit about yourself and kind of what you do and how you got started with it all. Sure. So um, my background has been in brand work since I got out of school and even while I was still in college. That was my main point of interest. And Emily, you and I worked together in digital marketing, so I have that background as well. Um, But ultimately, I kept getting called back to this brand work that I do, specifically brand discovery. I work with uh, business owners, um, stakeholders, and entrepreneurs, helping them go to market and having a more complete understanding of who they are and how they can make their best impact on the world while also growing authentically. That's kind of this formula that I've been working with for a while and this process that I've been honing in on and in that process, I've also kind of become a coach as well. So it's really interesting. I know you and I have talked about having to create space for ourselves to be creative on, on our personal levels. Right. And it's, it's always so interesting when we talk about that because you do creative work and I do creative work all the time. So you'd think we have an abundance of this space, but it's never really creating that for ourselves and our own growth. Um, And so I'm excited to talk about this today because even though we have the advantage of doing creative work as a living, there's a lot of companies out there that aren't in a creative industry, but they're still creators, right? So, I mean, business owners as a trade is creative work because you're creating some kind of product or service to give people. Um, even if you don't think of yourself as creative. So I'm excited to have your perspective on on all of that. So yeah. What made you realize that you needed some some space for either opportunities to grow or you needing some purpose? What was what were you feeling that kind of made you in a funk that made you realize you needed to change some things up? So I've I've felt that way for a very, very long time, but recently got the language to understand what was going on. So last year, the year before last, everything is kind of a blur since the (laughs) pandemic. But um, I read a book called The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks, which was a like recommended reading before I did this course that Susie Batiz, CEO of uh, founder, CEO of Poopery, she has this course called Alive OS, um, which was really impactful for me. It opened me up to a lot of things that I, I 
wasn't necessarily aware of, but it was super helpful. And it's put me on a completely different trajectory professionally, actually. Yeah. Um, so that has been really cool. But um, the way that I like to explain this is actually like your brain and your body, like your existence has a certain bandwidth. Right? Right, right. And if you have a bunch of like your computer, for example, if you have a bunch of stuff going on in the background, your performance is going to be slow, even though those tabs might be minimized, you're not looking at them directly. Right. So this process of clearing clutter was something that was introduced, but it's also talked about in a uh, gay's book, which is fantastic. Highly recommend um, yes. the whole concept is getting you into your zone of genius, which is something yeah. that i've been processing a lot because i thought design was my zone of genius and turns out it's really not it's my it's something i'm really 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 good at but it doesn't necessarily create in this you know powerful sense of aliveness that i'm kind of learning about yeah one you know whenever i started to really look for clients to do the brand discovery work i had started a clothing business prior to this which yeah. you know, we've talked about a lot right. um and ultimately what i realized was i wasn't able to mentally like mentally or physically fully devote myself to this other work and starting that other business while this other stuff was going on so i had to kind of clear that clutter out i closed that other business and it was amazing because in the decision to do that i was actually in like a small group talking about this once it felt like an entire room was opened up in my like brain awesome. that it just it was incredible and the advice yeah. that i immediately was given by susie Petiz, actually i brought this up during uh, our class she said don't put anything in the room stay open go to wherever furniture store you want to go to and just like fill it up with furniture just leave it open and i do a cartwheel in there and just let yeah. that space stay open and figure out let whatever's going to go in there come to you don't fill it no i love that i mean I think that's something that a lot of business owners probably relate to is being so excited about so many different projects that we start them all at the same time, <laughs> which yeah, is yeah. awful, but it's exciting because like you're excited about these projects, right? But it's overwhelming and then we end up getting burnt out too quickly and you're not actually feeding any of them fully. And mm -hmm. so I, it's great that you bring it up that way. I mean, because you can't be, you can't give a hundred percent to three things. That's just mathematically that does not work so yeah. i mean that's not going to work in your brain either right so it's a great thing to talk about and realize in yourself so probably the first thing is like recognizing what is and isn't the most important thing that is taking up space in your brain right it's this what, idea of like what the way that i was explained this was like what doesn't make you feel alive so i a visual example of this that a lot of people probably seen is like the marie kondo concept oh, of like right. when you go through your closet like does it spark joy like but that's a real thing like yeah. just because if, if something something may seem absolutely perfect and aligned with what you want to do but if your mind and body are giving you signs that it's not the right thing you gotta just say no and an enlightened hey. no is what i call that oh i love that an enlightened no because i like that because there's things that probably just don't work in the moment. And that's just kind of like a, a timing issue, right? And so maybe with time, when you can fully dedicate yourself to something else, something will pop up like some piece of information or just some like epiphany, and you'll be able to realize that other project that you're wanting to be doing, like you can, 
more fully accomplish it later when you have more information or more time or have a better understanding of why it is you're wanting to do it. Yeah. Well, and then, so there's also the idea of like, if you pause on this thing, whether it's a new client or it's a project, if it doesn't feel right at the time and you decide to pause, usually something else will come up, whether it's a new part of this project that you weren't thinking of or something completely different that would have been potentially like energetically blocked or just would have right. missed your radar had you been occupying your time with this with that thing. But I love that idea of just like opening yourself up for better opportunities and different opportunities. I mean, it's just, it makes life so much easier <laughs> aside from it giving you more joy and like happiness. It just makes life easier. I feel like you've touched on this already a little bit, but I feel like there's also that opportunity for more purpose and living a more purposeful mm -hmm. life. Um, I know that's something that a lot of people talk about, whether you're in like your own business or you're still working a nine to five or you love working a nine to five. Work is not usually your purpose. Sometimes it can be, but if you treat work like work, there's no way it's going to just be fulfill your purpose, right? So I feel like opening that up for you a little bit, like opening your brain up is what I should say, a little bit and like giving yourself the space to either think more creatively or like have more time to do something um, that's better for you will give you more of a purpose, right? So like if I talked about this in a lot of podcasts, but something I like to do is just like specifically dedicate time to things that are either not work related or big projects for me, just so that I know that I always have like Wednesdays at 530. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that if I need that like special space to go either write or do something like more hands-on, like I can go do that just because I know that's something that creative juices for myself is something that I need to have. Um, it makes me a happier human, which is better for everyone. Um, but <laughs> it's just, it's something that I need and everyone's going to need something different. Right. So what's yeah. like you needed to kind of create? So I'm still a student. I'm always a student, but I mean, I'm, this is something I'm figuring out right now because I, for a long time thought, Oh, I'm a creative in air quotes, whatever that means in 2022. <laughs> yeah. But my work is viewed as creative, even the discovery work that I do to help people align their own purpose with their business. But what I've realized is that kind of work isn't for me. And this, like the way that I frame it now, and, I, and I'm still, this is like something I'm actively exploring. Um, but I've realized that I'm not expressing myself creative, creatively. I'm expressing on behalf of others. So what I've had to do is kind of acknowledge and reframe that and figure out, okay, what does creative expression for me look like? dedicating time with that time without outcome without expectation without judgment and that's awesome. really hard because we're not wired that way we're wired to think okay well where is this going to go like if i go to write something oh this needs to be a blog or whatever it's like no it just if if you know if it is writing just do it don't don't put limitations on it or expectations because sometimes it's just the catharsis that comes from that and totally. this totally applies to anybody in any field at all. Creativity isn't what the world views it as. It's just how you express yourself. 
So, I mean, if you're a lawyer and, you know, you're spending your nine to five doing all that, you know, the lawyer stuff, I know nothing about law, so I don't even know <laughs> what to say at this point. Um, but the idea of having your own creative exp expression or outlet is extraordinarily important to how you perform right. at, in your job. And if you don't have that fulfillment, and this is a whole other realm of you know issues when it comes to company work cultures. There's a lot of research coming out right now about toxic work culture, which we know how bad that is. But yes. I mean, coupling that with not being able to feel like you can express yourself in a work environment, much less creatively express yourself, it's it's a lot to think about. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm I'm kind of to answer your question, I'm taking all of that information in and just kind of observing and feeling how it feels within me. Yeah. Um, I don't have an answer for myself yet, but. I'll let you know when I do. <laughs> yeah, no, that's perfect. Honestly, that's a better answer than if you did have one, because I feel like it's great to know that like everyone's still learning too. I mean, I do know specific things about myself, but I'm still learning about how to do it better. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, so acknowledging that is huge. And it's funny, uh, you mentioned like the lawyer as an example. I really can't speak to lawyers because I don't, I could never be one. So I don't really understand how their <laughs> work, but um, something that makes me kind of laugh. I hope he doesn't mind me using him as an example is so my fiance is very like methodical and he's an engineer. So same kind of mindset of what you're talking about. Right. And um, they are creative in different ways. So they still need to like have the same kind of expression, but in a different way. Right. So like I can't picture Kevin saying, I'm going to sit down and journal today. He might. I've never seen it happen, but I'm more of like a mental release kind of person. I need that in some form of like either creative thinking or writing or like actually getting a canvas and a paintbrush and just like doing something. But he's more of like a, an energy release kind of person. And everybody's going to be different in what they need to just like create space. There's a, um, I just was recently listening to a uh, one of Brene Brown's podcasts. I don't know which she has two on Spotify. I, I can't remember which one it was, but she was talking to uh, Dr. Ja, I believe is how she, she pronounces her name. Um, and it, the whole conversation was about focus, but um, Brene was talking about how whenever she was writing Atlas for the Heart, she has to walk on the days that she writes like as a part of her process, yeah. which is funny because Brene to me is a much more analytical person than what would you would deem as a, like a traditionally creative person. Yeah. And the way she talks about that is just so fascinating because like she requires that to be what, to be creative in her sense, which is analyzing data and finding those connections. So it's really cool. I mean, it's it, whenever you, I mean, from what I'm observing with people like Brene and other people who are, um, doing you know great work out there they have a process to kind of unlock their version of what is creative that's interesting and i'd love yeah hopefully we get some people that kind of give us their opinions on that too because it, it it's a little hard because you and i feel like are very similar in in ways so mm. we speak to each other's thoughts very well but i think that's super interesting in how more of an analytical person might seeing those people is, is really interesting and how they react differently because it makes me realize there's ways that I could use what they're doing too, even though it's not typical for me, it's something different. And I feel like just having those different experiences also creates the opportunity for me to think differently, if that makes mm -hmm. sense. Um, like I don't typically 
enjoy the act of working out. That's just not something that I have to force myself to do rather than like go do it for funsies. So whenever I do get in like a little kick where I'm like, this is going to be something I try. I feel like it, I do see like a change in what I allow myself to do that day, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, And not necessarily one is better than the other. One day is better than the other, but it gives me like a different perspective and like makes me think differently than I would on a normal day. Yeah. Well, I mean, you have a great willingness to sample different things to figure out what's going to, you know, be the best for you and your, and your genius. I think that that's awesome. Yeah. That's, I feel like a lot of people should kind of test things out until they figure it out. You know what I mean? Cause like mm-hmm. you said, we're always learning. So yeah. So the myth of arrival, there is no <laughs> arrival point. <laughs> what else have you been like thinking about as you've just been down this path of discovery, trying to figure out what, what it is you're, you need to feel more alive as you've talked about it. Um, one I've been in a process over the past like two years. I've been calling my breadcrumb process. Hmm. Um, things have been kind of laid before me that have felt really alive to me, like great ideas. Alive hmm. OS, funny enough, was like the first one. Mm-hmm. And then all of these different things have followed afterward. And what's interesting is I'm, I used to very, very much focus on outcome, like where is this going? And yeah. I've had to completely let go of that. I have no idea what, where my next like checkpoint or goal is. I'm just yeah. kind of my head down, like following what feels right. And right now I'm about to wrap up a um, coaching, like a life and relationship coaching training I've been doing for about a year now. Oh, cool. So that like it, it doesn't immediately correlate with what I do currently, but I feel like it's a path that's been kind of opened up and it's helped me, especially in the discovery work that I do a lot of the, I'm I'm facilitating sessions with, you know, either one or two business owners or, you know, a a board or C-suite or, you know, multiple levels within an organization and being able to tune into my body and what I'm feeling with the transference that's happening in the conversation. It really helps me to guide conversation in a way that really kind of gets people to a, a more, um, I guess, more open and purposeful conversation. So it's been helpful so far where it's going. I have no idea. <laughs> Will I become a life coach? Who knows? But I'm totally open to all of that, which my old story was not being open to that. So that yeah. feels like a win. Yeah, no, it's cool. I feel like this conversation is interesting because I feel like a lot of things that I see like on Instagram or in other podcasts is talking about being super methodical, about having a plan, about going for it. And that's not always the best thing for everybody, I feel like. And just kind of taking a step back and seeing what is going to be good for you. And I love your idea of the breadcrumbs, right? Of just kind of following what feels right. And that's still work. That's still like you're actively trying to do something, right? It's not just because it's not super well planned out doesn't mean that it's not leading somewhere. It's just you're having to trust the process and letting yourself know that you trust your gut and to make the right decision. I think that's really cool. As long as it feels like, I mean, if it feels alive when it's presented to you, whatever opportunity it is, you can't go wrong. Right. If you're, but if you're like getting signs from your body and your gut and intuition that there's something off about this and you still do it. 
you're gonna learn go from wrong. it yeah, yeah well, I, you'll learn from it it's not i mean but you'll they'll be met with a lot more resistance mm -hmm. but i love that of just trying to follow your gut and making sure that you're listening to it yeah and that's all i mean what i've learned with that is it's all about presence and presence for me has been breathing yeah i recently learned how to actually breathe i've been doing it wrong for my entire life so <laughs> news my typical mode of operation up until this point was to kind of live out in front of myself so to kind of always be thinking okay what's the next thing where are we going next what are we doing next and not being present and i started to realize that whenever i was at big events with friends family things like that I would like wake up the next morning and be like, I don't think I was actually in my body during any of that. <laughs> yeah. And I missed it. And I missed it. Like it, I didn't get yeah. to feel what it felt like to do all those things and see all those people and have those conversations. So that's, that was a big first step for me. And I'm still working on that. It's a constant process of committing and recommitting yeah. to that. And as I've done that, I've just been able to make more sound decisions. So I feel like being present has a lot to do with also creating that time for yourself to do whatever it is that you need to do to, to open your mind and brain and thoughts up. Because if you're not present in that time, it's just not going to be as effective. So smart. So many good thoughts from you, Alexand. Oh, well, you know, we're all learning together. <laughs> That's all we really can do, right? So. <laughs> well, I mean, this has been really awesome. It's been really helpful for me too to kind of talk through and think think through and feel through. I'm trying to think less and be less analytical about my feelings because my feelings are not something that needs to be analyzed. <laughs> they are to be felt. Yeah. So it's been really helpful to talk about this. I really appreciate it. Yeah, of course. No, it's been fun. So hopefully um, you've inspired some other people to give themselves some space today. So yes. Oh my God. Take it. Yes. Enjoy <laughs> the space. I'll let you have a little bit more space in your day and Thank you so much for coming in. And I can't wait to hopefully talk to you about this again soon. Yeah, sounds good. Have a good one. You too. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you liked it, I hope you'll subscribe so that you can catch all of our latest episodes. You can also follow along with our journey on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Our handle for all the above is double E strategies. D-O-U-B-L-E-E. S-T-R-A-T-E-G-I-E-S. Until next time, have a great week.